0: Hello, my friends, and welcome to Back to Heart. I'm your host, Sierra Day. I'm coming in today with more of an inspired word vomit, word blob. If you've listened to, I think it was episode something. I don't remember, not that many episodes in, but for some reason I can't keep track. Uh, But talking about patience, I was. Um, No, it was back to the Back to Spirit podcast, I believe. Um, I was talking about the Deep Place podcast. And I really love, if you haven't listened to it, please go listen to it. It's so beautiful. But I love the artistry behind their podcast. It's so beautiful, so well done. And it's really speaking from the heart. And like I've said in previous episodes, I wanted to create foundational pieces of of some educational content for the people who view my work because I work with a lot of families and a lot of families come on my page, they go to my website, they go to my socials, and so when they stumble upon this podcast, I want there to be resources for them uh, to to get an understanding of the makeup of the mind and of the heart. But I also want to speak from my own heart and share pieces of my personal experience in hopes that some of you resonate or feel something about. I just I want to make people feel something. I think that's what everything comes down to for me is I want you to feel something. And ideally, you know, they're beneficial and helpful emotions, but sometimes those emotions and those feelings that you might feel from my topics or conversations or what I say or how I share things may trigger something in you that doesn't feel so good. Maybe it feels painful or maybe it makes you feel angry or frustrated. Maybe you might feel some shame, which isn't my intention to cast shame on anyone. But you know, shame is a feeling that we feel when there's unprocessed emotion around something that we we feel some kind of guilt uh, that feels unresolved. And so it it kind of snowballs into the feeling of shame. And so maybe you feel that uh, when I'm speaking. But I, I want there to be feeling when you hear things coming from my mouth or seeing my work. Because this is showing so much of my Scorpio, my chart. I'm, I have like four Scorpio placements. <laughs> and if you know anything about astrology, they are are very, like, they go deep uh, emotionally. And I don't know how to not go deep. And I I always want to go deeper with people. And so this is me taking the step and going deeper. And I just want to share about something that I was thinking about today, because I feel like I've been getting a slow roll in consistency in my life. And if you're close to me, or you—if you, you don't even have to be close to me, you just have to know me. You know how scattered I have been in the past, and how how much passion comes from that. You know, like a lot of my work was fueled by this just fiery spirit of wanting to create, wanting to do something, wanting to make something. But with that, created a lot of distraction and separation with my own mind and my heart because I was constantly jumping from this thing to that thing to another thing. And I'm really grateful for that journey. I needed that journey in order for me to get clear, like to get super clear on what I love in this lifetime, what I want to do in this lifetime, what I am meant to do in this lifetime. And It's funny looking back because it was very clear in the beginning, you know, there was a lot of – I've been talking about these things, uh, you know, talking about my work with children, my work with families, my work with the inner child since I've been trying to figure it out. But now it's just – it feels like I've peeled back a lot of the layers of distrust in myself, um, educating myself, learning – educating at like more of the analytical level, but also educating myself in life experience and, and just going through the thick of it, going through the trenches of pain, of heartbreak, of disappointment, of frustration. And now I feel like I'm kind of coming out of the other side of that. I feel like there's still these obviously always, I think there's always pieces of some kind of pain that linger and I think it makes us part of who we are, but I don't feel as deep in the trenches anymore, and that feels really nice. But as I'm speaking it now, actually, there is feeling that's coming up, and there is still, like, sadness. There's still – I feel clear in my life. I feel sure about what I'm doing. I feel sure about where I am for the first time in ever – but there's also sadness about that shortness because it's ended a lot of things it's ended a lot of relationships it's ended a lot of businesses like my own personal businesses it's ended a lot of things that i i wanted to last longer uh, or i wanted to be differently i wanted to be different but now i'm here and being here while I'm grateful for it and it feels really good and I feel very clear and I don't feel as much doubt as I used to, there's still that sadness of longing that a piece of me is really wanting. Like I want, I want, I still long for that life. And I think with time and with patience and acceptance, I will continue coming into a place of sureness and trust And also just, yeah, accepting where I am regardless of where I am, (laughs) regardless of where I want to be and accepting those pieces of me that might want to be somewhere else. I've been reflecting a lot on my childhood. I just uh, published the Inner Child podcast, so that was the previous podcast before this one, talking about the inner child, and I've always been very close, well, not always, but Since 2018, I've been pretty close to my inner child, been doing a lot of work with her, and I've just been reflecting on her experience in my past a lot lately, specifically on my movement a lot as a child. We had a lot of movement in my life in physical ways and emotional ways. I moved around a lot, moved to different states, didn't really have a lot of stability in my early years of life, and I've been reflecting on how that's kind of affected my that feeling, how, where that feeling has been rooted in and feeling like I'm, I'm always longing to be somewhere else, that somewhere else the grass is greener on the other side type of thing. And I, I know that everybody experiences this, but this, for me personally, feels like its own special taste of longing. It feels like there's a piece of me that can never be complete, but then there's also a piece that knows that there's something that is that I've yet to reach and maybe that's just maybe that's just life maybe that's just me living and learning and reaching because I am a huge reacher I have goals always and I I have big aspirations but yeah it just feels like a special special taste of longing and now, like I was saying, I've been coming into this sureness and getting this kind of routine going with the podcast, with my work in children's events and private events, in my work with bubbles, in my work nannying, and it's felt really good. And a lot of the shift happened actually from a vision that I had in a plant medicine ceremony and it it helped to shed light on what what I was doing in my life in order to stay in this constant back and forth of that unknown, of that longing to be somewhere else. I would create all of these different things in my life and all of these ideas and all of these projects. So it would keep me distracted from the light. And... By the light, I mean pretty much every sense in the word, the light in its connection to spirit and God, the light in connection to my joy and happiness and contentment, the light in connection to nature and being at peace and simplicity. I'm coming into more understanding of like, I crave simple living. I crave simplicity. I love to slow down and get present, but I've created I created a life in the past that didn't allow me to do that because actually living that life, I I don't know. I didn't know what that life felt like. I don't know what that life feels like to feel at peace and at ease and to be in simplicity. And so I'm coming into that now. And I think that's going to be my journey moving forward is learning how to work the magic of simplicity while simultaneously living out my art and my joy and my work where I'm not overwhelming myself and I'm not overwhelming my people and my community. And so I don't know what that's going to look like. Uh, What that looks like right now is just staying on the path that I'm on and just breathing through the discomfort of me wanting to create some chaos and when i say chaos i don't i don't have drama in my life where i'm seeking out problems to have a tumultuous day-to-day but i create chaos by overloading my schedule so much that my mental sanity starts to deteriorate and then i start to judge myself and then i start to shame myself and so coming into that acceptance of the times when I do do that, and then also learning how to not do that. But I've been thinking about this vision that I just mentioned earlier in the with the plant medicine that created this shift for me, of creating this clarity for me. And this was through an ayahuasca experience. And if you haven't heard of ayahuasca, it's it's becoming more well-known, especially within the spiritual community, but um, it's also under the lens of curiosity within the mental health world, uh, because it can create a lot of clearing for people. Ayahuasca is a plant medicine that comes from the ayahuasca vine, and you ingest it through drinking it, it is prepared by shamans, and it gives you a an experience within the mind and body that allows you to purge whatever is sitting and remaining in your energetic field, but also it can help to give you clarity. I won't go too deep in this episode on ayahuasca and... My experience with it, I've only drank one time and I had one experience, one retreat with it. But I did want to speak on the visual that I had because there were many visuals from that experience that created a huge shift within my life. But that one, I think, has created a lot of... a big shift that is going to continue throughout the rest of my life. But I had this visualization of two heads to the left was a head with eyes all over the face, like hundreds of eyes and its mouth was gaping open and like its face looked as if it was terrified, but also frozen. And to the right was the same image of this face. It was just the head and had the hundreds of eyes and this mouth gaping open, terrified, gaping, frozen face. And so I was looking at these two faces, and I asked the question: I'm in conversation with ayahuasca, or the spirit of ayahuasca, and I asked, like, what is this meant to show? <laughs> what is this meant to show me? Because the visuals, oftentimes, for that they were for me, were very metaphorical. And so it wasn't a straightforward, like, this is your answer or this is what's, what you need to see. This is what you need to – or this is what you need to understand. I was like, this is what you need to see in order to understand. And so I asked because I was not clear. I was – I feel like I was very logical and analytical. I was trying to break it down. And, and so I was like, what, what is this? What does this mean? And the spirit said, this, these are your distractions this is what your distractions look like like this is a, a tangible physical thing for you to see to understand that this is this is your distraction you're looking to the left and you're looking to the right and you're constantly looking back and forth and they said now look in front of you look ahead of you and when i looked at when i looked ahead of me there was bright bright light it's like a bright glowing yellow light and like when you when you get distracted, you can't see, you can't see this light. You can't remember this light. You're constantly in this this space of terror and you're frozen and it's all over the place and goofy and it doesn't make sense and you're questioning everything. Just look in front of you and follow this. Focus on this. And so that taking that message into my life. This was back in August of 2022 that I had this experience. So It's been over six months and I've taken this experience and the, the lessons from that experience, from that visualization, and have been applying it to my life and focusing on where I want to be and who I want to be because I will I will create these distractions in my life that they were fun and they were playful and they were things that, that did fill me with joy, but it wasn't creating a momentum that I wanted to have in my life. It wasn't leading me fully to into my light, into my potential. And it has been so, so helpful, but also really challenging to follow that, to continue coming back into the light and continue trusting myself and continue coming back home and not getting stuck in that distraction i'll have moments where i'll i'll glance over i'll look to the left or i'll look to the right and i'll see these distractions and i'll see myself doing this i'll see myself doing this behavior making these making these choices to be distracted and i'll catch myself and that is like that is what feels very different now versus past me I wouldn't catch myself, and I would just remain in this state of distraction. So now I'm coming into my simplicity and into my focus and into my light. And the fun thing about social media is you can kind of see that shift, and it's been really fun to track that progress <laughs> myself. Um, and I'm I hope I know that other people have seen it too. They've named it, and it feels really good, and I'm really grateful for it. And I also now I'm seeing it in this podcast and my youtube and i'm very excited to see where things will be in the next year and who my people will be and who my community will be and who i will be at the end of this road or maybe in the middle of it that is all i wanted to share with you all today I hope that your day is filled with light and that you remember to come back into your own light and that you are light, that you are a part of this infinite light and joy that we all have within us. Just remember to come back to it and don't get distracted. I'll talk to you all soon.